Bidzy Small Business Society number 161. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am joined by Joan Sotkin. Joan is the founder at Prosperity Place and is the author of the groundbreaking book, Build Your Money Muscles, Nine Simple Exercises for Improving Your Relationship with Money. For over 25 years, Joan has helped entrepreneurs free themselves of personal, professional, and financial struggle with a holistic, empathetic, and compassionate approach. We're going to learn a thing or two about money today, but first, big welcome, Joan. Glad we could connect today. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what projects you're working on today? Well, hi. It's great to be here. And a little bit more about myself. I've got kind of a strange background. I've been around for a long time. Uh, I started out a long time ago, very poor, couldn't get my act together, sick, uh, dependent, <laughs> had two millionaire brothers, and I wanted to figure out why they could do what they were doing, and I couldn't. <laughs> and so that's been the impetus for a lot of what I've learned in, in life. At one point, I gave everything I owned away and wandered for quite a long time. And it was kind of my idea to do because I couldn't make much sense out of life. I had no money. I didn't know where I was going. And I really learned a lot by doing that. To the outside world, I looked homeless, but for me, it was my spiritual journey. And then when I started coming back into the world, I built this big crystal business. I was the first one to... Uh, market crystals and minerals for healing and meditation nationwide. I had a line of stones called Jones Stones that were in 600 stores. I was making a lot of money and actually wound up going bankrupt because I had no idea how to manage cash flow. So all of that led to where I am. I am now very healthy, happy, and financially secure. So uh, I know that wherever anybody is, they can change.
if they choose. Yes, Joan, and those cash flow issues, those challenges led you to launch a new business. So take us back. What did you see as an opportunity to launch a business and a brand that helps people with their feelings toward and their relationship with money? Well, the business I have now, which I've had, I've been online doing business for 21 years. Wow. And the minute I got online I, in 1995, I said, this is the future because I had been in the mail order business. Jones uh, Stones and Jones Crystals was a mail order business. And I saw that you didn't have to pay postage. And so I did everything I could to learn how to build a website and and interact with people. In the beginning, it was really easy because there weren't a lot that of much. people finding you with a DSL connection back then, maybe too, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. And but there weren't that many websites, so in the beginning, it was pretty easy to make money online. I mean, in the beginning, there were no shopping carts. There was no, uh, you know, there were there was no Facebook. There was no social media, and and so it was a whole different world. And I got started right away. I started doing teleclasses in, in 2003. And now it's very different because there's so much competition and everybody's after your money and, and you have to find a different way to do it. But when I, when I was looking around many years ago and asking why my brothers were able to do as well as they could and I couldn't, uh, I, I came to understand that a lot of it has to do with our emotional habits that are, are formed in early childhood. And so that has become kind of my area of expertise. And now you ask what I'm doing now, I'm doing uh, online courses. I've got two that are up already. I'm working on a, on a third, which is a big one that's going to explain how to rewire your brain for prosperity. And uh, I'm also trying out Amazon FBA and Etsy. I I just want to see, I like to kind of dive in and try a lot of things online because uh, I know that something sticks and I'm going to like something more than other. And as long as I'm willing to do the marketing, you know, you can do whatever you want. Yep, just takes a little, little bit of work. And we'll make sure to link up uh, in your show notes page for those online courses. And we'll talk about people's emotional habits around money just a little bit later. But Joan, first, let's talk about some of your challenges. Well, well in the beginning, it was managing cash flow with, with, yeah. with Joan's Crystals. But, you know, people ask me that question all the time. It's like, what, what was, what's your biggest business problem? And I say my biggest problem is I have no problems because that's all people want to <laughs> talk about is their problems. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I think one of my greatest successes is that I live in a very peaceful place, internally, externally, and, and things don't bother me. If something doesn't work out, that to me is not necessarily a challenge. I've just learned something and I have to look at why what my idea didn't fit into the marketplace. So challenges, every once in a while, like I just went through a period where I wasn't sure which direction to go in. So I just talk to people who can hear me out and possibly give me some suggestions. Now, Joan, you're talking about it a little bit already, but what are your rewards? Why is it so great to be Joan Sotkin? It wasn't always easy, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm the only Joan Sotkin in the entire world. <laughs> and I was brought up in a family where my father was nuts. And 
we were the only Satkins in the whole country at the time. Anybody else who's a Satkin is a relative. And he used to have these rules that Satkins have to be different. And Satkins don't do this and Satkins don't do that. And one of the things Satkins didn't do was to uh, feel. Satkins don't feel. We, we just handed each other money instead of feeling. Yeah. <laughs> or they made jokes. My brother turned out to be a big time Hollywood comedy producer and writer. All so right. a lot of jokes in the family. Once I learned how to be different, that it was okay not to be like other people and that it's okay to do things like giving all your things away, even though your family thinks you're crazy, that I, I'm really happy that I, I'm willing to do what I'm afraid of I've got my pilot's license. I, I've you know done the firewalk, and I'm in my seventies and much more alive than most people I know at this Absolutely. age. I think I may be the oldest living podcaster, and and so I'm just willing to to enjoy life to the best of my ability. Take those risks and reap those rewards. Now, besides being on podcasts and doing your own podcast, Joan, what other methods are you using to effectively engage with and grow your audience? And here, I want you to help the aspiring entrepreneur understand some things about really gaining some traction in a crowded and noisy marketing and social media landscape. And it is. And you just have to keep putting yourself out there. And what I think is really important is to be honest about who you are. I know that I've had to go through a lot of stuff. I'm going through kind of a transition now where I'm bringing some stuff to the forefront that I was a little concerned about being public about. I just, you know, when you're being really honest about yourself, it's sometimes the hardest thing to do because you're not sure how what you're saying is going to be accepted. And so I do use social media. I, I use my podcast and, you know, new methods keep coming up. I've been doing uh, webinars for a long time. But what happens is, you know, it's like right now, online courses are it. You know, it's one of the it things now. And so you're going to see a lot of people advertising courses on how to build online courses. And I think that people get caught up in whatever's popular at the time. And you have to be discriminating as to what really feels right for you. For example, I have a friend who uh, grosses over $2 million uh, doing Amazon FBA, fulfilled by Amazon. And so I was looking for a new avenue. I, I like to try new things. So I decided that I was going to, I took a couple of online courses on Amazon FBA and I saw what it is and I put together a couple of products that were my, my creation. I, I just didn't want to just buy cartons of stuff and sell it. And it didn't take long for me to see that I didn't want to necessarily play exclusively in that marketplace. Like, so Joan, rather, sorry, can I stop you? Are you talking about maybe private label dropship products? Is that what we're talking about? Or no, no, you know, it's like a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll buy from China and private label and that sort of thing. But that takes a pretty big investment in the beginning to get started. 
I started out by just selling a lot of used electronic equipment that I had in the house, you know, just so I got used to the Amazon thing. And, but I, I, I still love crystals and stones and I haven't done much with it for years. And I looked around my house one day and I said, if I just try to sell what I've got here, I've got the beginning of a business. So I put together a rose quartz heart and a crystal and instructions and a pouch and access to my course in meditation. And I put it up there and I sold a couple right away. So then I sent in my prosperity pouch with, you know, eight stones with instructions in a pouch and access to my freedom, financial freedom formula course. And so I'm, I'm testing it. And what happens with a lot of people, they test things and it doesn't work and they get depressed because it doesn't work. But that's not the way to do it. You just you're just testing things. It's not a failure. It's and a you test, have to be right? detached. Yes, you have to be detached from the outcome. And I realized that I wasn't comfortable with the energy of selling on Amazon. There was just something that didn't feel like me. So I went over to Etsy, and now I'm putting together an Etsy site called Prosperity Tools. And and so I'm, I'm going to do a lot of what I want there and try it. It takes a lot of patience to get any of these things started. You have to kind of really get focused on what you're doing. And, and to decide, for me, it's not only deciding where I want to post things, but where I want to spend my time marketing. I think that people forget that piece. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, a really noisy place, and there are a lot of tools, a lot of resources. And let's face it, too, Joan, there's a lot of scams out there, too, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, as I said, I've been doing business online for 21 years, and people trust me because I've been so honest for so many years, and I never make the the claims like you'll make $10,000 a month in, in two months, and what I try to do is be realistic about what's going on. I just did recently a podcast episode on what it really takes to make money doing online courses because I've tried it on Etsy. I've tried it on Thinkific, which is where I'm kind of parking myself now. And I, I see that it's not none of this stuff is easy. If it was easy, for example, there are a lot of coaches out there and the average coach makes $20,000 a year. Well, you can't go from making $20,000 a year to making $100,000 a year in 10 minutes. <laughs> it <laughs> takes a lot longer than that. And people want an easy fix. They want it to happen quickly. The people who make it in the long run, as my millionaire brother always says, it's the people who work the hardest that make the most money. You know, and when, when Tim Ferriss came out with the four hour work, you know, the four hour work week, it was it. Yep. And, you know, for most of us, that's pretty much a fantasy. And it's when the secret came out and it was like, you just have to change your thoughts. Well, that's a fantasy. <laughs> it really is. There's a whole lot more to it. So I like to be realistic. You know, what does it really take? And <clears throat> what are you capable of doing? Do you have the discipline and determination and a burning desire to succeed? Because that's what it takes to be a success. And if you just kind of sort of do it, it's not going to work. 
Absolutely. The four-hour work week, the secret, these are certainly tools to move us in the right direction, but the rest is up to us, and it sounds like the big takeaway here is consistent hard work, Joan. Appreciate that so much. Now, I want to jump directly into your wheelhouse. A lot of your message revolves around money, so I've got kind of a two-part question here, and I hope that you could tie it up for us. So, okay, why is money so emotional for most people? And further, what can people do to control those emotions around money? Okay, well, I'm going to look at it uh, a little differently than trying to control, okay? We are emotional beings. You know, first of all, you have beliefs, you have thoughts, you have uh, that lead to emotions. And the emotions are what lead to the decisions that you make in terms of how you're going to behave. And that behavior is what determines the outcome of your life stories, Can you see that? Absolutely, yep. Okay, so what happens in our societies, people aren't told how to deal with their emotions. And we talk about things like negative emotions, as if some emotions are bad, like anger and shame and, and, and feeling deprived. And they're not negative, they're just emotions. And a lot of the healing stuff that's out there is about, getting rid of the emotions as if it's something that has to be gotten rid of. When in fact, those emotions are very core to how you're expressing yourself in the world. And because we don't know how to express our emotions and emotions by their nature need to be expressed, their energy in motion. And so if you're not expressing your emotions, They're going to get stuck in your body-mind system and until they're expressed. And so what happens is because they're looking for an avenue of expression and you have to deal with money on on a regular basis, it's the perfect place to act out these hidden emotions. Let me give you an example. Okay, you're looking at your bank balance and very few people look at their bank balance and say, Oh, look at my bank balance. Isn't that fabulous? No, (laughs) they look at their bank balance and they go, oh, I should be earning more. People my age should be doing better than I am. Oh, I don't have enough. That's shame. And that has nothing to do with your money. Because money by its nature is, is neutral. It's just numbers or pieces of paper or coins. What you're bringing to your money is your habitual emotions that were learned in early childhood. This cultural definition uh, applied to it, right? Well, in a way. But for example, if you came from a family where you didn't get enough touching and bonding when you were very little, I'm talking about baby little, okay? Then because babies need touch, they need to feel connected. That's why in primitive societies, they hold the babies right next to the mother's chest because babies need that. And so there's this instinctive feeling of longing that develops that's so core to a person, they don't even realize it's there. And that manifests itself later on in life as under-earning. Because longing is the, is the emotion that's the creative force behind the behaviors. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, interesting, Jones. Continue. Okay, so if there are two things that happens, under-earning and what I call over-earning. Anyone with $2 billion doesn't need another billion. There's a, a reason why they need more and more and more. That's longing. And when, but as I said, it's so core to who you are that you don't even notice it's there. So if you're under earning, then, which is where most people are, as opposed to over earning, <laughs> then, then you have to say, what am I feeling? Instead of saying, oh, I wish I had more money. It's never about the money. It's always about what you're feeling. So you look at your money, you look at that bank balance and you're seeing yourself going, oh my God, I don't have enough. What's going on? You stop and you take a deep breath and you look inside and you say, what am I experiencing on a kinesthetic level? Do I feel contracted or do I feel expanded? And if you feel contracted, again, that has nothing to do with the money. That's how you're feeling and you say to yourself, when did I feel that before? And you start remembering all those times when you didn't get what you wanted and you didn't get touched and you didn't feel loved. And that's what you're acting out through your money. And if you allow yourself to actually feel the feelings, that's part of releasing them. There's also other techniques that I teach. Yeah, for sure. The very interesting stuff. And I think what you're saying is that there's going to be parallels between the person making $200 and $200 million. They're going to be experiencing that the same way, that under-earning feeling the same way, right? Well, it's that sense of uh, needing more, that longing. Because when humans touch each other, they don't do it necessarily with skin on skin. It's like if I smile at you, if I listen really carefully to you, I'm, I'm touching you. If I hand you money, I'm touching you. So people who crave a lot of money over and over again are craving touch. And once you understand that and you teach yourself not how to make more money, but how to feel touched, it's a feeling you have to learn because your brain has to develop the neural pathways that go with feeling touched. And then you won't be in this, in this adrenal space where you're pushing, 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 pushing. And you'll be able to create what you want from a much more peaceful place. Joan, I hate to stop you here. I love the narrative, extremely interesting stuff. But in the interest of time, I'm going to have to shift gears and ask you, which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration? Well, it depends upon what I'm trying to learn. I, I'm, I'm addicted to knowledge. <laughs> it's a serious addiction. And that's why I love the internet so much. Right? Anything you want is on the internet. So right now I'm, I'm really looking at uh, marketing Kindle books. So I'm listening to Tom Corson Knowles. Uh, I, there are a couple of people who are into neuroscience who I'm listening to. So to me, it depends upon what you mean by influencers. I want to know what other people know who've been doing it longer than I am. And so I really allow myself to follow whatever instinct I've got uh, towards a particular topic. Right now, my friend who brings in $2 million a year on, on Amazon FBA, I want to talk to her as often as I can. Absolutely. <laughs> now, do you love to win or hate to lose and why, Joan? 
I say I'd like, I love to win. I, I feel I win often enough that I like it. And to me, I don't feel a lot around loss, except if a person dies or that sort of thing. And I've had to go through some of those. But I see things that don't work out as a step towards where I'm going. Yep. Love that perspective. Give our listeners something actionable. What do you do to wind down after a long or stressful day? I go to dog park. Anyone who knows me knows if they call after four o'clock, I'm probably at the dog park. <laughs> In Santa Fe, we have this huge dog park with trails that are a mile long and it's no, no fences and no, it's, you know, no leash. And there's a whole community of people up there. And I, I go walking every day. Yesterday, one of my dog park friends and I went up to the Santa Fe ski basin and to watch the leaves, you know, because Santa Fe is has you know is pretty high up. This was like eleven thousand feet, and you look down and you see all the aspens, and it's gorgeous. So nature matters to me, and I have to get out in it every day. Yep, sounds like a good time. Now, boil this thing down for us, Joan. What is the one piece of advice that you want to leave with our listeners about our relationship with money? Love yourself, and take care of yourself and your money. You know, if you're not taking care of yourself, then you're probably not taking care of your money. Awesome, Joan. Thanks for that. Now, you've got your own podcast, The Prosperity Show. You've got your book, Build Your Money Muscles. If people want to connect, where can they find you? Prosperityplace.com. It's got a link to my courses, and that's where I kind of post everything. And there's a bunch of free things you can download, and then you're on my mailing list, and then you find out what's next. Joan, we'll definitely link you up in your show notes page. Definitely appreciate all the actionable advice here. Thank you for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 